Hi and welcome along to another edition of the Halftime Team Talk. This is Home Ground, where football comes home. I'm Haikal, the Arsenal fan, and with me we've got um, Da, previously from the previous episode, the Liverpool fan. Say GGMU. No way. <laughs> and, and we've got Tiru, who's joining us uh, on this episode. He's a United fan. Say you never walk alone. I always walk alone, bro. <laughs> okay, so this episode, we're going to be talking about the January transfer window that just ended a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And let's just dive in. Um, the first player that we're going to be talking about is uh, a player that actually surprised me uh, that he's moving. But after like closer inspection, I guess I understood why he moved, but not actually... The, the club that he went to it's none other than Christoph Piatek formerly from AC Milan he's now at Hertha Berlin um, last season he actually made quite an impression uh, but this season it's not the same he scored I think 3 goals in 19 games whereas last season he kind of hit double figures mm-hmm. um, Tiro um the first question would be to you, in the first place, should he have left Genoa for AC Milan? Because he was doing so well there. And AC Milan, as we, uh, the three of us all know, they're not exactly the AC Milan of um, 15 years ago. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I would say 10 years ago. Yep, 10 not years. 15 years. Yeah. But uh, the main thing here is that uh, AC Milan uh, from Genoa to AC Milan is uh, definitely a big step. Because uh, Milan has been traditionally one of the bigger clubs in Italy. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to move. Um, but then uh, his goal return this season has been quite bad. But yep. that, also, that also depends on the service that the the uh, wingers and the midfielders are providing. It was it was totally uh, not there mm-hmm. sometimes. And you know, they got trashed by Atalanta and etc. But um, yep. on paper, it looks it looks as though this is a move to balance the books. You know, cut down some of the wages and etc. So I think it's uh, something to um, comply with the financial fair play move. I yeah. think I think it's because uh, Zlatan is there as well. Yeah, correct. Because you you got a big player with a with a big uh, pay wage there, mm-hmm. uh, and and they they've already uh, let go of a few other players as well. And uh, apparently, it's uh, it's bringing down about six point two million uh, in savings on the wages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, including all the other players lah. So uh, apparently, it, it, it's a it's a good move on the financial side for Milan. Okay. Um, okay. Speaking of Zlatan, which I actually did not uh, think that we should be talking about, uh, Da, um, is it the right move for him from MLS back to AC Milan? Can he do something there, Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Is he there? <laughs> I actually think that he wanted to go back to Malmo. Oh, okay. You're there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually thought that he wanted to go back to Malmo. Uh-huh. Um, but after getting his statue destroyed by the Malmo fans, <laughs> just because he bought uh, shares in the uh, rival, rival uh, right, yeah. club. Rival club. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I don't think he would have, he can go back there. So I think AC Milan is the right move because that's another club that uh, where he kind of became a legend. Um, I think, oh, oh, oh. I think among, among all of his transfers, like Inter Milan, um, Juve, Barcelona, 
Manchester United and you know of course including AC Milan I think AC Milan is the one where he stood out the most really? so it, it makes yeah it makes sense for him to return back to AC Milan I always thought it's PSG though but then again it's my opinion yeah maybe 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 PSG as well but you know PSG don't need him so that's why I thought that AC Milan is the right one and and looking at it um looking at the strikers that AC Milan have they do really need someone of a finisher who who you know in which uh, Ibrahimovic can provide. Okay. So I think that's the right move. Okay. Uh, I I think beyond uh, the striker or the finishing part, I think uh, they need a strong character in the in the dressing room, and I think he fulfills that. Okay. Um, lastly, on Piatek, uh, Thiru, uh, you've been following uh, the Bundesliga for quite a bit. Actually, yeah, why yeah. did he choose Hertha Berlin? Is it the right move? Um. If you ask me, it's, it's too soon to say, but I think that um, to get back on the scoring charts and uh, to get back your confidence, you sometimes have to go to a team which is uh, probably in the upper middle range of, of the league uh-huh. and uh, try to get your confidence back. So I think uh, it could be a right move for him. Okay. And, uh, at 25, I think he will probably look to move to a beer club soon. Yep. Yeah, if things work out, yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about another striker who, on the other hand, is grabbing all the headlines. None other than Erling Haaland, Norwegian, currently playing in Dortmund. Uh, da, the question is for you. Can he actually be one of the best, looking at how much of um, the headlines he's grabbing and the goals he's getting? Um, I think he definitely is going to be. I mean, he's got, what, seven goals in three games? Yes. I'm not wrong. Yeah, seven goals in three games. How many minutes has he played? He only started one of the games. The last, yeah, the, the latest three. one. Apparently, yeah, so, uh, seven goals in fifty-nine minutes. Yeah, uh, fifty-nine. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, he's definitely going to be one of the the making for Dortmund. I guess looking at how he is so far. Um, looking at the team of Dortmund, the team that he has around him, you know, the likes of Sancho, Royce is is. He's Mr. Dortmund, right? And he's still there. He's still playing for Dortmund. Yeah. You know, like I say, all his goal. He's still there. He's still providing, you know, all those. You know. But yeah, so Royce is there. Sancho is there. Um, they've got such a good side. Emre Chan as well. I don't know how Emre Chan is going to the team with uh, Witzel already there. But I think they find a space for him. Uh, so Dortmund is really well. Looking at the, the Bundesliga, it's a surprise, you know, with uh, Leipzig and uh, Dortmund going for the title races instead of I mean, he's still there, but um, three or three instead of always a uh, always Bayern Munich leading it alone, or you know, Dortmund. So yeah, I think Alan has big shoes to fill uh-huh. in terms of stepping up for Dortmund. But he seems he seems to fit right in into the shoes. Not too bad. Okay, uh, Thiru, uh, do you think that he should have actually gone to a bigger club because you know uh, his agent is actually Mino Raiola? So he could have gone anywhere. Dortmund, in fact, is a big club. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, probably people would have thought that he would go to one of the bigger leagues. Yes. Perhaps instead of the big uh, instead of the Bundesliga. Uh-huh. But uh, I think Dortmund uh, would be right because that's a young emerging team with lots of experience, youth in mix. So uh, I think uh, it's a good place for him to be because uh, they were also looking for strikers. Yeah, uh, Park Alcasa has kind of a lost team. Yeah, so you know, uh, they got a good player with a good uh, sound. Cross, so he's young. He's a hot prospect. So 
and and Dortmund have always been sold some of the best big money. So I think it should be a good move on the financial side as well as the game management side. Okay. Hmm. Let me player, let me just yep, yep. let me just uh, let me just Alan, right. So he was born in England. Okay. So Sancho, of course, you know, is English as well. So can you imagine if Haaland played for England and uh, Sancho and Haaland right now at Dortmund and they are you know, playing for England in the first team as well. That would be really insane. That's insane, but I don't think it'll happen because of the manager. I think he prefers Harry Kane and Sterling and they'll not pass yeah. to each other. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. I mean, Haaland's uh, dad is a, is a legend, so yeah. I don't think English. Maybe. Yeah. Let's move on to the next player. Um, this is one I think he has just closed the chapter in Europe. Um, maybe or maybe not. Chicharito Hernandez uh, played for your former club, Tiru. Do you think the MLS actually suit him at this stage uh, of his career? I think so, yes, because he's been uh, been around a few places with uh, Real Madrid and uh, West Ham. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a move to MLS would be would be good for the league as well as himself. You know, he he gets to find his uh, form back, and the MLS is a is is a has been a good uh, ground for Mexican players so far. You know, yes. Carlos Vela Carlos is Vela. doing quite well there. Yep. You know, he's one of the star performers there. Yes. While he did nothing at Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. So you know, you know, I think it's a good step to find your confidence back, and um, I think it would not be uh, different from home because uh, Mexico is just uh, across the border. Yes. And I think uh, there's, there's a good mix of people there, so I think he'll find himself at home, and I'll start uh, scoring quite uh, chatbusters as well. You know. Okay. Um, let's finally go to the Premier League. Um, first of all, we're not going to talk about a team that actually bought any players. We'll talk about a team that did not buy any players, which is surprising to me. Chelsea. Um, da, were you surprised as well? Yes, I was very much surprised because um, they finally had the transfer ban lifted. Yeah, lifted. And then, um, you know, I everyone was talking about who they're going to sign, like Jadon Sancho and, you know, the likes of others. But, they didn't sign anyone. Um, looking at it, I think among the top six, um, they are the ones that definitely needed someone, some firepower in their team because um, they had a good start. They had a good start to to reach, uh, you know, their top four. They're, they're in the fourth place right now. Um, but United, Arsenal and Tottenham are actually closing in. Even the likes of Sheffield United and uh, Wolves are close by. So... Yep. They should have bought someone to strengthen the squad. Uh, they do not look too strong. Pulisic isn't isn't the isn't the buy that they thought they would be. He, he isn't mm-hmm. he isn't a hazard. So yeah, they should have bought someone. No one's they a hazard. <laughs> uh, in that case, who do you think they should have bought? Just quickly, one name. Um, Sancho. Yeah, they should have bought Sancho because to link Sancho up with uh, Pulisic again, that would be the, would have been a dream move. Uh, but if not for Sancho, then I think they should have gone for the likes of um, maybe a defender. Like they should have bought back Nathan Aki or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the names that uh they were heavily linked with. But yeah, it's surprised yeah. that they, they didn't get anyone. Yeah. Well, it's it's hard to say. Uh, probably Frank Lampard wants to assess his options uh, at the end of the season. Right. Maybe. And, uh, 
and maybe he will put in a, a good um, trust on the youth team. Uh-huh. But they got a they got umpteen players on loan. Yes. Can, <laughs> right. They they probably got a full squad on loan right now. So yeah. Okay, let's speak about uh, the player that grabbed the headlines last night against Manchester City. He scored on his debut, Steven Bergwijn, mm-hmm. uh, from PSV. Um, I remember the commentary almost said, uh, commentary actually said that if he didn't left for Spurs, he would have been playing against Ajax um, yesterday. But instead, he played against Man City and scored a goal. Tiro, do you think that yeah. Spurs actually got a good player? Uh, it's quite hard to say because uh, I'm not a fan of Jose Mourinho signings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the sense that because um, when he buys some players, he, he does not know how to get the best out of them. For example, Mo Salah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, at Chelsea. You know, uh, Kevin De Bruyne uh-huh. and all these things. So, um, I, I think uh, Bergwijn has been uh, sent, uh, sent into the starting lineup. You know, with with uh, without Harry Kane. If yep. Hurricane was there, I, I don't think they would have made the move. Okay. Yeah. But um, he's an exciting prospect, young. Let's see what happens. Okay. It's too late to say. Yeah. Um, we're going to wrap things up soon. So, we have to admit, we're not exactly experts. So, we're going to leave out uh, Pablo Mari for, uh, that just came into Arsenal. However, what we do know is um, Cedric Suarez, which is surprising for me as an Arsenal fan, but it kind of makes sense because our fullbacks are always injured. Uh, da, do you th- uh, are you surprised that Ced- uh, Cedric Suarez actually came to Arsenal rather than Liverpool, since Liverpool likes to buy Southampton players? <laughs> That's a nice one. I didn't expect that, but uh, yeah, um, no, I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, okay. To be honest, I was I was surprised that. Um, I was surprised that Arsenal was even linked to anyone um, in the defensive department after they got Papu Mari. Um, yeah, but they, but you know, so so that was a surprise there. Not that they were surprised. Uh, not that Cedric Suarez signing for Arsenal. <laughs> but yeah, um, to be honest, to be honest, the signing of Cedric Suarez uh, looks more like he's going to get bench time. He's not going to play first team now that. He- Bellerin is back as well, and you know he can play on the left back as well. He can play both both sides of the yep. pitch, uh, and they've got Kolasinac on the on the other side. So I I don't think that he will be first choice. It's more backup, and knowing that it's a loan, I don't think it's going to be permanent. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's a loan. Um, yeah, it's a loan, right? Yeah, so it's definitely not going to be permanent. Uh, at the end of the summer, tra- uh, when it comes to the summer transfer window, uh, but one thing about Cedric Suarez is I don't think he is the player he was when he won the Euros. Yeah. He has been on a decline since then. Southampton, I mean, they are doing well, but you don't see him feature that much as well. Um, so yeah, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I I I'm, I don't think that he will move to Arsenal as a permanent transfer. Okay. Come end of the season. Okay. Um, let's end things with Manchester United. They make two signings. Let's talk about uh, Bruno Fernandes. Tiru, does he excite you? Um, in this United team, yes, of course, he does excite me. <laughs> I mean, uh, with, with all due respect, uh, Bruno Fernandes has been one of the star performers in the in the Portuguese uh, Liga, yep. Liga North, I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. So he's he's been uh, one of the star performers, and I think that um, even though he has he's moved to United, he cannot carry on the form that he has uh, been uh, been in. 
uh-huh. because it's a totally different league. It's a totally different setup, and it's going to take time to adjust. So you can't expect uh, much from him. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's going to take time, but um, from from the game against Wolves, I think uh, things are looking promising. Uh-huh. But uh, we have to find United has to find a way to fit in with all the best players. Yep. Yeah. So that is going to take something, some time. Um, I think the the only way the only way that they can allow him to shine is if they allow him to have the freedom to roam uh-huh. and. Uh, to be an attacking threat because against Wolves he was he had more of a deeper role and uh, he was taking more long shots and stuff so it was it was a bit difficult for him to show his quality yeah um yeah uh, you know his highlights shows that he, he scores quality goals um really really beautiful goals so they they should give him the freedom to roam just like how they should give the freedom to roam for Pogba I mean to be honest looking at United's uh, midfield right now it's amazing they have so much of quality in there um the only problem right now is their defense. If they can sort their defense out, then you know they sh- they they shouldn't have anything to worry about. They they should easily get the top four. They should be on and you know going from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and be beyond that, uh, they have to, to build up uh, a style of play where they can move up from defense to midfield. I think there's some connection connection issue there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think it's going to take some time for them to get the tactics right and etc. Let's see how it works out. It's not a loan, right? I mean, it's a permanent signing. It's a permanent signing. Yeah. Okay. Bruno Fernandes is a permanent okay. Yeah. And lastly, this one, which totally blew my mind by the stature of Manchester United and this player. I mean, no disrespect to this player, but he was actually playing in the Chinese Super League. Odion uh, uh-huh. Igalo, who is no stranger to the Premier League, previously playing for Watford. Um, uh-huh. Da, what do you make of this signing? I've got no idea what Ed Woodward has been doing. <laughs> <laughs> was, he, was he in his house when they attacked his house and then his brain got damaged or something like I really don't know what's going on um, Odeon Igalo signing for United I, I don't think anyone saw that coming first Nigerian first Nigerian to ever play for United uh-huh. uh, but other than that I don't think he'll be the first player to do anything as tremendous or remarkable he's just going to be like Alexis Sanchez he's, he's just going to be on the bench uh, speaking about Sanchez, Sanchez is back at United and Sosha apparently said that he's going to blow everyone away and, you know, he's going to change everybody's opinion. Uh, that's uh, next summer. That Hello? Is it, is it next summer or is it, is it January transfer window? No, it's next summer. He's still at Inter Milan yeah. for now. Yeah. Still at Inter Milan. Yeah. No, my bad. There's no recall clause. Yep. Ah, my bad, my bad. I thought oh, it yeah. don't end it and he was coming back in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, so yeah, so Igalo, he's earning, what, 100k? What? At, um, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he, yeah, in Chinese so United. Okay, so in the Chinese Super League, he was actually earning three hundred k. Oh, okay. And um, so, so with him going on loan to to United, United is paying one third of the fees, which is hundred k. <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. Yeah, hundred thousand pounds, which 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 doesn't make sense at all. Well, well, from 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 social's point of view, you have to understand that there's nobody you can get out there at this moment. Now, they they made a bit for Josh King. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, made it for I mean, they were desperate. 
they were desperate. So when you are desperate, when you are desperate, you put everything, you put all your money into one pot and you just buy a player. Just go out there and buy a player. I mean, I do understand that they spend most of the money on Bruno Fernandez already. I wouldn't, but they shouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised like, if they sign Teddy Sheringham back. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe just let Ole Gunnar Solskjaer be assistant manager, manager and player, and then let him play, right? Yeah. No, I, they could have gone for Piatek. I mean, yeah, Piatek. Piatek, yeah. Yeah. They could have gone for him, um, but at the same time, um, but then I think uh, he was already speaking to Spurs and um, Hatabili at the time, and they agreed for the move. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, signing Igalo, I think there's some essence to it because he's a United fan and he's openly declared that he's a United fan and he would love to play for United. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Social is using something of that to maybe muster up and see some confidence boost and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure whether it's the best move or the right move, but it is something that the squad needed. You needed to have somebody to fill in okay. at this position. But someone with really experience, that's all. Okay. Such a weird signing. Anyways, that's all the players that we've uh, covered for today. Um, you should you should actually listen to what Bo- Mark Bosnich said about Igalo. Really? Uh, what what is yeah. what did he say? He said that Yugalo could become uh, could have the Cantona effect on United. <laughs> did he really to, say that? Just, <laughs> I need to find out what is what is booking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, Igalo is wearing a number nine jersey in United. That's this is strange times at United. But anyways, that's a huge number. To feel. We uh we come to the end of the show. Uh, kind of over and a bit, but we all uh enjoyed ourselves. Hope you guys enjoy it too. So um, yep. hope to hope to uh, hear you guys' comments, and we'll we'll be talking again in the next episode tomorrow night.